Consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Check out all of our cruise news. It's there for you, cruiseradio.net. This week, we're joined by one of our favorite writers, Mark Orwall. He was just on the Today Show, like what, a couple of weeks ago? He's everywhere. He's very fancy, very big time. He's got some international travel tips. Also, John from cruiseaddicts.com is hanging out at the Belongo Bay Beach Resort. I love this place. It is so much fun. I love love St. Thomas. Can't beat the water. Blue water, bananas, <laughs> coconuts, lime. Oh, the yummy ladies. Oh, yeah. That just sounds creepy. It does. But we'll be checking in with him down at 340 Water Sports at Belongo Bay Beach Resort. They have rentals for cruise passengers. It sounds super cool. But first, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, is here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. Very good. Celebrity Reflection was officially handed over at Meyer Werft Shipyard in Germany this week. Uh, what does the term handed over mean exactly, and what's next? Well, what it means is that uh, Royal Caribbean Cruises Limited, the parent company of Celebrity Cruises, uh, officially took ownership of the ship. So the ship left last month uh, up the, up the, up the uh, Ems River. Uh, to um, Ems Haven in the Netherlands, and uh, that's where they did the sea trials and also completed the ship's uh, construction and fitting with the uh, rest of the, the equipment and loaded on the, the crew. And so essentially what they did is they, they took delivery of the ship and they gave them the keys to the ship, so the shipyard no longer owns it. Uh, Celebrity is now in control of the ship. All right. So it's pretty exciting, and uh, you know they're getting ready for their uh, first sailing, which uh, is October uh, 16th, and it should be uh, very exciting. Uh, the sad part about it is this is the fifth and last Celebrity Solstice class ship. So hopefully we'll be able to hear about maybe the next generation of Celebrity ships uh, in the near future, but um, this is the fifth and last one, and uh, she will be uh, in Miami uh, in, uh, in December, which will be pretty exciting. I think uh, December 1st is when she arrives from her transatlantic cruise. So, Stuart, this is pretty interesting. Um, you never really hear about this on a cruise ship, but on an MSC cruise ship uh, over in Europe, a meningitis outbreak was reported. Uh, what's going on there? Well, the good news is that it was uh, quarantined and constrained to just uh, four crew members on board the ship, and none of the passengers uh, had uh, received it. It, it was a uh, bacterial meningitis. Uh, the cause of it is, is unknown, and a couple of the crew members are in um, intensive care in a hospital in uh, Livorno, Italy, uh, where they're recovering. But uh, this, is, you know, this is extremely and extraordinarily rare. Uh, but there is, there is an outbreak in many parts of, of the world, and, uh, including the United States. But uh, none of the other cruise lines or cruise ships have been uh, impacted. All right, very good. Carnival announced dividends this week, but... There isn't much in the way of change, right? No, uh, they're giving another it's 25 cents per share of Carnival Corp stock that's owned. So that's 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 good. That uh, it hasn't been, uh, you know, with everything going on in the world, that they haven't uh, reduced it. So it's the same level as last year, and uh, that, that's good news. A lot of talk about this next talking point, Stuart. Oceana Cruises enhances their loyalty program for 2013. Some things look pretty cool. What do you have? Well. Oceana will tell you that uh, they believe that they have the best 
frequent cruiser program within the industry. And they, tell, they, they claim that it provides real value, not just perceived value, because they actually give you, depending on how frequently you cruise with them, shipboard credits uh, anywhere from $200 to $1,000 per sailing, as well as other perks like uh, complimentary gratuities. So, uh, you know, those, those different perks are actually worth uh, dollars, not just, you know, free upgrades and maybe a, uh, a buy five, get one free uh, photo at the photo shop. <laughs> huh. so, or they may give you like um, 51 seconds of free Internet time. So uh, Oceano, you know, is providing, is, is doing a lot to, re, you know, vamp up their, their program, which, uh, you know, certainly does make a difference. A lot of people will tell you that they will book their next cruise not only based on the ship and, and the pricing, but uh, the, the amenities that they get as a frequent cruiser uh, do play, it, play into the equation. That's cool. European River Cruise Company Avalon is teaming up with an American paddle wheel company. Is that smart, or, or could it be to help American Steamboat Company out and you know, fill berths? Well, I, I'd say both. I mean, it's a, I mean we've got um, you know, opportunities to go on European cruises. With uh, you know various companies, um, you know Viking River, Uniworld, Ama Waterways as examples, as you know excellent examples. But um, you know essentially what the European you know companies would like to do is is offer their European-based passengers the opportunity to sail uh, up the Mississippi River and other to other destinations that these riverboat companies uh, cruise to. So you know any kind of a partnership that's going to be able to help generate new business is always a good idea, especially. If it doesn't cost you anything. Now, Stuart, help me out with this one. I saw that an article that had originated from the Associated Press and kind of spread out uh, to other news outlets, where the Jamaican Tourist Board is complaining that cruise passengers are not spending enough in Jamaica when they're in port. Uh, however, there's also, I guess, a study that was conducted by the Florida Caribbean Cruise Association that saying that yet billions are being spent in the Caribbean. Well, the FCCA's study which uh, they just uh, announced uh, this, this past week, stated that uh, cruise passengers in the Caribbean spent almost $2 billion. Now, nowhere in that study did it specify specifically what was spent uh, in Jamaica. But the, there, there was a study done by the Jamaican Tourist Board that uh, said that uh, cruise, spend, cruise passenger spending was down about 20%, which is the lowest in a decade. So they're claiming that... Um, Cruise passengers spent about $71 compared to a hotel guest, which is spending about $115. Now, what's interesting to note that, you know, Falmouth, um, you know, which is a new port opened by Royal Caribbean and used by other cruise lines as well, um, was essentially responsible for a huge increase in passengers, uh, you know, to, to Jamaica. So it's not just, you know, what's coming into uh, Falmouth, but also into Ocho Rios. And there are still some ships that, that are coming into uh, Montego Bay. Um, but uh, Falmouth itself is not fully open yet. Not all of the shops and restaurants and facilities are, are open. So those, those opportunities are not being realized because they're not open. But uh, there's no way to tell me that the cruise passengers that, that essentially are coming into that port and going on those tours uh, are not spending uh, a good amount of money. But, you know, the important thing to understand is that you have to give them reasons to spend their money. And while investment is taking, its, you know, taking some time to reach its capacity, you, know, you have to understand that those, real, those revenues have not been realized. 
but uh, don't don't try and slam the the industry or fault the industry for you know bringing in record numbers of, of cruise passengers. But uh, if you want them to spend money in your stores, give them a reason. They'll do it. Yeah. You've seen it. I've seen Doug spend money before in a in a port. <laughs> and that's not easy. <laughs> right on. So, um, anyways, it's uh, it's 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 just you know it's just shameful when you have these reports, specifically with uh, David McFadden at uh, the Associated Press, who wrote you know his article was I mean just completely superficial, uh, naive. And, um, and, and one-sided, and, you know, I can keep going, but uh, it's just a very poorly researched article as, you know, his, his, um, you know, his uh, main person that he interviewed about it is some guy uh, who is selling, uh, you know, wood carvings. He, he probably wouldn't, may, may not be the best source of information, whereas, you know, if you talk to some of the tour operators that live and breathe in Falmouth and the tours that they're offering, let's say, you know, by Chuck of Caribbean that go up to uh, Good Hope Estate, which, which is there in Falmouth and some of the other businesses, uh, it, it's going to take time for them to realize, uh, you know, the, the potential. But you know, Falmouth specifically is one of the best ports in the Caribbean, and hopefully uh, more people will get a chance to experience it. We always like getting your listener questions. You can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or email comments at cruiseradio.net. We should make that questions at cruiseradio.net. That would probably be smart, wouldn't it? Probably. But yeah. Why would we do why, that? that makes too much sense. But anyway, Stuart, Peter Todd in Baltimore says, We are planning a cruise in the Med next summer. What is the best port to embark from without spending a fortune on airfare? Hey, Peter. Well, it's, it's a great question. I will congratulate you because the Mediterranean is one of the best places in the world to go on a cruise. And I'd have to say that my favorite uh, getting off point or starting point would be uh, Civitavecchia, which is the port for Rome, simply because the flights in and out of Rome can be, um, are much, tend to be much less expensive than flying into Barcelona. Uh, one and two, you know, it's Rome is just such an amazing city to spend a couple days before. And if you really want to make that uh, an exotic trip, and if your sailing does not include a stop in Venice, what you can actually do is fly into Venice, t- spend a couple days there, take the high speed train down to Rome, and then catch the ship. So the point is, there's lots of opportunities, and uh, Rome tends to be less expensive to fly into than Barcelona. Very good. You don't just fill our minds with knowledge, you fill our hearts with joy. Isn't that nice? (laughs) You guys are just awesome. This is Cruise Radio. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or better? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? 
actually being able to talk to a human being, and they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website, and they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now, TripInsurance.com. It doesn't matter where you are. You can get scammed anywhere. At Mark Orwall, international editor of Travel and Leisure Magazine, has some of the world's worst travel scams. Welcome to Cruise Radio, Mark. Hey, so glad to be with you today, Matt. Tell us exactly what your title is. I know you got a lot of big, important duties. Even more important than my title is the magazine. I work for Travel and Leisure Magazine, the world's leading travel magazine, we like to say. I am the international editor. I write a column for the magazine. It's called Smart Traveler. I've been with the magazine now for 23 years. I love my job. Mark, what are some of the scams we need to look for when traveling? Some of them are so brazen, so simple in their evil, <laughs> really. Uh, but they, they come up with new variations. One of the most uh, obnoxious ones, and, and you know, maybe, maybe your listeners have heard of this one before, I call it the newspaper attack. It's been prominent in, in Rome primarily. Yeah. Basically what it is is you're walking down the street in Rome, and all of a sudden you are surrounded by a group of maybe eight or ten, usually gypsy children. They're holding car pieces of cardboard. They're holding newspapers, and they sort of put them around your face, around your waist, just to distract you. And while they're doing this, and they're cute little kids, they're smiling, they're laughing. While they're doing this, they're dipping their hands into your pocket, into your purse, into your, this, into your coat, grabbing the credit cards, passports, huh. cash, anything they can get. It's that brazen. It, it's unbelievable. And if you're unaware of it, you could, uh, you, you could fall victim to this so easily. And the common theme would be, you know, you keep your purse strapped around your shoulder and close to your body and zipped up and all those common sense things. Oh, you know, I just got back from a trip to Russia. Actually, I was in uh, Dubai and Germany and Russia. I took a train trip from Moscow to St. Petersburg, and I said to myself, I'm not messing around in this. I went out and I got a something I haven't had in a long time uh, is a money belt, the kind that you wear around your neck, tucks underneath your shirt, and that's where I kept <laughs> my passport, my credit cards, my cash. And I felt so secure. I'm really glad I did. I didn't have any problems, fortunately. But if I had, nobody would have been able to get to any of that stuff. You want to keep all of your valuables close to you, know where they are at all times. It seems easier for men. Women have to have their purse. But i got to tell you, the older I get, I'm collecting more stuff with the iPhone, the, the, the money clip, the, the notepad and paper, whatever. Blah. I need a purse. I need a man purse. I need a purse. <laughs> It's probably not a bad idea. Actually, I own what I call a Merce. Um, it's a, it is a shoulder strap. It's like a messenger bag, only it's smaller and goes around your shoulder thing. But there, I highly recommend it. And, it's, and it still retains your masculinity. And I'm sure you look smashing in it. Oh, yeah. Very hip, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to some of these here. I'm seeing uh, the, the hot dog trick. Well, this is one of the oldest tricks. Uh, it, it's a variation of one that has been going on for for centuries, really. In this case, imagine that you're at an airport, and you've got your luggage with, you've got your, your carry-on, you've got your, your, if you're a, your merce, or if you're a woman, you've got your purse. But anyway, you have all your belongings with you. You're standing there looking at your watch, waiting to go off to your gate. All of a sudden, somebody walks past you and squirt, oh my gosh, there's mustard all over your shirt, all over your blouse, or your coat. The person is very apologetic. They're wiping it off. They're saying, so sorry, so sorry. They're pulling out napkins. It turns out they're just wiping it in worse and worse. You're sort of like 
that's okay, man. Just stand back a little bit. And I Don't worry. It's okay. I can handle this. While all of this is going on, unbeknownst to you, this person's accomplice is actually walking off with your carry-on bags because, in fact, that was not a hot dog. That was a tube of mustard hidden in a hot dog bun. They saw you as a potential victim, walked by and squirted it on you on purpose to cause this diversion to allow the other bad guy to walk off with it's you. A, it's like a, a plastic hot dog filled with mustard. Exactly Look what at it disguised. Is. It, it, it's just that there's nothing but uh, traditional magic tricks, the art of distraction. You know, you know what? The art of distraction, you've, you've nailed it. You've nailed it so well. In fact, I want to mention another one because the distraction angle, Matt, that you just mentioned is so important for travelers to be aware of. Um, uh, there's another guy I know, uh, Rick Steves, a uh, great guy. He hosts the TV show PBS Travels Through Europe, one of the great travel experts. He, he told me about this one. He calls it the tumbling woman. Uh, it, he's noticed this in London, but it could happen anywhere. Let's say that you're at the bottom of these huge, long escalators in the London underground, like six, six stories you know, down below ground, very, very steep elevators. You get down to the bottom. You're on the platform. All of a sudden, it looks like there's a woman who is falling down the escalator. And, oh, my gosh, there's a woman falling. Uh. You're looking. You're watching. <laughs> oh, no, this is so awful. <laughs> well, you know what? It's crowded. Your, your attention is completely diverted for your belongings. That is the perfect time for your pocket to be picked. And it happens every day. It may not be in London. It could be in New York, for that matter. It could be in Berlin. It could be wow. uh, at an airport. But the thing is, as you pointed out rightly, Matt, you were div your attention was distracted, and a bad guy got into your pocket while you weren't paying attention. So many love to shop in the duty-free shops. One here you list is the zigzag. Oh, this just happened uh, last year to a British couple, as I recall. They were at the airport in Bangkok, and they were in the duty-free shop. Uh, just browsing around, killing time between flights. The woman happened to pick up some product there. I forget if it was a, you know, a bottle of wine or what have you. But anyway, she picked something up. She put it down some other place. They were walking around. Before you know it, a couple of cops came up to them, accused them of stealing one of the uh, items from the duty-free shop. They arrested them, even though they didn't have any stolen goods on them, took them to jail. All of a sudden, a guy comes to you and visits you in jail and says, uh, I'm an attorney, and um, for, uh, for $1,000 or $2,000, uh, I can fix this whole thing. You know, you, you're wiring your, your, your brother-in-law in Omaha and saying, hey, quick, send me 2000 bucks to get me out of this jail in, in Bangkok. It's a total scam. The cops are in on it. This lawyer is on it. They split the money between themselves. Right. It's an old trick. They call it the zigzag. I don't even know what the derivation of it is. The fact is, if you are in a duty-free shop, or really any shop overseas, don't mess around. Don't, don't pick things up, carry them around, set them down some other place. If you want to buy something, great. If you want to look at something, terrific. But be very, very careful and aware of the fact that if you're accused of a crime, you could end up in jail even though you're 100% innocent. Reminds me of one of my favorite shows on the National Geographic channel, Locked Up Abroad. And one thing I learned on that show is that the Philippines apparently is the top kidnapping and extortion spot in the world. Beautiful country, wonderful, warm people. But it just goes to show you that it doesn't matter where you are. You always have to just be careful. This scam sounds like a real bummer because you think you're getting... A nice little uh, trinket, but it's the bracelet scheme. You know, this is the 
one where someone usually very charming will, will walk up to you and maybe they'll say, you look lost. Do you need directions? Or, oh, my goodness, are you from out of town? Would you like some suggestions on some sites to see here in town? You know, it, you're, you're sort of you know, impressed that somebody would come up and be so friendly and, and offer their advice. Well, before you know it, and this happens, Matt, in Rome and in Paris and some other cities, before you know it, this person who a moment ago was smiling and offering you advice <laughs> has tied a woven bracelet, a, a, a friendship <laughs> bracelet sort of thing, tied it in a knot around your wrist and says, that'll be $5. You go, what? what are you talking about? I don't want this thing. Get this off me. Well, you can't get it off. It's tied on tight. And they start saying, that you're ripping them off. You're stealing their bracelet. Oh. Hey, you cheapskate, pay me. Why aren't, you buy, why aren't you giving me the money for the bracelet you just bought? And most people get so embarrassed. They see people staring at them. They're in the middle of a scene. They don't want to be a part of a scene. <laughs> so a lot of times what oh. will happen is that the victim of this will just you know, pull out five euros and say, fine, here, take the money, and they'll storm off. Mark, we got to have you back because I know there's plenty more scams to cover. For more, you can go to TravelAndLeisure.com. He is Mark Orwall, the international editor, and you can find his article, Smart Traveler. Always excellent information. Mark, it's a real pleasure talking to you. Thanks a lot. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to CruiseRadio.net or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. All right, let's now check in with John. He is down at Belongo Bay Beach Resort in St. Thomas. And actually on the beach with Matt Grant of 340 Water Sports. Matt, can you tell us about 340 Water Sports and what you offer? Yeah, absolutely. So 340 Water Sports is a jet ski rental operation here at Belongo Bay. Uh, we have a few different things that we offer. The first thing that we offer is what we call our facilitated freestyle ride. Essentially what that entails is we lead you out of the protected coral reef area and you have about a mile radius to ride in on your own accord. Um, one of myself or another facilitator will actually sit out there in case anybody is a first time rider, has any questions, and also just to make sure that people are keeping up with the safety guidelines that we give in our safety orientation. first tour that we offer is what we call our 45 minute family tour. And essentially what that is is we lead you out of the Bay Area and we head west over the Charlotte Amalia cruise port. Um, this is where all the cruise ships come in and the mega yachts dock at. We go by Yacht Haven Grand where a lot of the mega yachts are, which is just fun to get as close as we're allowed to get to them and check those out. Um, also, we go by Hassel Island. Hassel Island has some historical value. There's an old sugar mill and an old rum distillery that we point out. It's also where they filmed the most recent season of The Real World. Um, so a lot of people get a kick off of that. And then uh, if we have time, we take you to the backside of Water Island to Honeymoon Beach, which is a real nice beach. Uh, usually there's not anyone there. The waters are real gorgeous. And uh, uh, some really cool rock formations as, as you pull up to it. And then we bring you back to Belongo. Now that's 45 minutes long and it's $105 for that tour and $10 for an additional rider. Now we also have what we call our hour and a half adventure tour. And essentially what this entails is the first tour that I just described and then we also take you out to Little St. James and that's out east. And basically what Little St. James is is a private island a guy bought for $25 million. Uh, since then, I've heard he's imported trees now from Hawaii. It's immaculately landscaped. There's like this multi-million dollar entryway leading up to the uh, to the front of the island. Now, do you have any uh, tips for anybody visiting St. Thomas, like for the first time or just coming back? Anything that they you might since you've lived here. 
Uh, yeah, well, I mean, first and foremost, obviously, is take the time to enjoy the island. Um, I, I urge everybody, and I see it happening more and more now, to actually do your research before you come to the island. Um, it allows you to really kind of set out your schedule and get an itinerary together so you can hit all the hot spots. Um, otherwise, I, you know, I hate to see anyone just get stuck right at the cruise port and kind of get locked in there. Now, there's plenty of things to do there, so nothing against that, but there's plenty of great things to do. They just opened up a zip line, which I've been hearing great things about. Obviously, we have some of the best snorkeling in the world. Uh, I always urge people to do that. Of course, I advocate jet skis. Um, there's a salon and spa, actually right at the cruise port, a sugar and spice artistry, which uh, everybody says great things about. Uh, definitely check that out. Um, other than that, uh, obviously, all the beaches are breathtaking, so uh, there's, there's different beaches to kind of suit each different person's wants and needs. So, um, and that's, once again, when, when you start doing your research, you'll figure out what, what, what's uh, your cup of tea, so to speak. And like we were talking about earlier, it's, it's really hard to find uh, on cruise ships, actually find a shore excursion just for jet skis. So I'm a j- big jet ski lover. And what do you recommend if someone was to visit St. Thomas and they wanted to make a reservation or come here to Belongo Bay and jet ski with you? Uh, what's the best course of action? Well, uh, it really depends on how far in advance you're trying to book. Now, uh, once again, I'll reiterate, we do the majority of our business through reservations. So I always try to have people at least give me a shout, even if you just get to the cruise port and happen to see one of my advertisements. Uh, at least give me a call so I can let you know what our availability is for the day. And I will do my best to accommodate, particularly uh, if uh, people want me to open earlier or later or whatever, so that I can try to make sure that they have the opportunity to get out there. Or you could uh, re- reach us uh, on the Internet, um, 340watersports.com, um, and you could go to the Contact Us section or the Book Now section. Now, this is usually for folks that are coming a few days in advance um, up to – we have bookings going all the way up to 2014 right now. So um, I-, I love people thinking ahead. It's great. It really helps me map out uh, my time uh, and-, and get everybody in there. Um, but uh, and-, and basically what that will allow you to do is kind of create a, uh, a discussion with me. So a lot of times people have several different questions uh, from which cruise port they're coming into, the distance, taxi rates – um, please, I urge everyone to go to our Frequently Asked Questions section so you can see about our operation, uh, you know, the age for operating, uh, for renting, and just all the uh, do's and don'ts and all the good stuff. I was saying earlier, I said this is absolutely beautiful here. Uh, I think it's a hidden gem. Right here on Belongo Bay, you can literally just take a taxi cab right from the cruise port. It's $8 each way. You arrive here. You can come see Matt at 340 Water Sports with your reservation. It's always good to do that. And then, boom, you're right out there into the ocean. It's really beautiful. Well, Matt, you know what? We've been sitting there talking for a little while. I noticed you really don't have a Caribbean accent. Where are you from? Well, I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, actually. <laughs> what, I don't sound like I'm from here? <laughs> I, I, I would make an attempt at a Caribbean accent right now, though. I'd be afraid of offending someone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for the report, guys. Appreciate it. That is going to do it. Don't forget, we have an app. Just search Cruise Radio Live in your smartphone app store. Also, we were nominated for an award. What? Yes, a birdie. Never heard of them. I didn't either until the other day, but we're nominated, so we'll take it. Actually, we're under favorite cruise news source. I mean, we do realize you have lots of options for your cruise news, and we do appreciate the thousands of folks who actually tune into this uh, program and subscribe to our cruise yeah, news updates. So absolutely. we uh, really do appreciate you. If you if you uh, do want to vote for us, uh, we'll go ahead and put that link on our homepage. And of course, you can stay on top of the latest cruise news from our site. Sign up for the news alerts in the upper right-hand corner of our homepage at cruiseradio.net. And yes, we really 
really, really do appreciate all the support. From the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. This is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio.